0: Sales of instant noodles exceed 100 billion portions a year around the world. Okay, so boil water, add noodles. Despite being a quote-unquote functional adult in grad school, I'm rereading the instructions on this instant noodle pack for probably the 40th time. Partly out of habit and partly due to a deep distrust of myself to be able to do anything in the kitchen despite being 27. I experience a Pavlovian drool as my mouth anticipates the sodium MSG overdose I'm about to get. It's not hard to see why these things are so popular. It's easy, convenient, and so tasty. All you have to do is ignore the nutritional information on the back of the packet and save yourself some guilt. But how did we even get to the point that 100 billion servings of this thing gets sold every year? That's literally 12 servings for each and every one of the 7.7 billion people on this planet. Where did it all begin? Well, it all started pretty humbly actually in 1958 with Momofuku Ando, a Taiwanese-born man living in post-war Japan. Food shortages were rampant, but Momofuku wasn't a big fan of all the westernized wheat products like bread and crackers that began pouring in. And since I don't speak Japanese, this overzealous British robot translator man will help explain what Momofuku was thinking. Among the ruins, there was a noodle stand. I thought, wouldn't it be wonderful if whole families could have noodles whenever they needed? So Momofuku began his mission with a series of experiments in a small shed behind his house. But figuring out how to super dehydrate, pre-season, and make a product with basically an infinite shelf life took way more than an instant. It took him 10 years. This new, convenient product was an instant hit. Ramen soon became one of the essential daily foods in Japan. But to get global, Momofuku had to set his eyes on a country known to have an appetite for economic gains, mass production, and the convenience of selling something instant. America. But of course, with new places come new challenges. Here's our British translator robot man friend again. At first, we intended to promote the same varieties we were selling in Japan. But at the time, our varieties didn't appeal to American consumers. So what was it going to take to finally get accepted? Do you get enough noodles in your noodle soup? You don't. Well, there's an easy-to-make noodle soup so full of noodles. In just three little minutes, you have a hearty, delicious Oriental noodle soup. In fact, puddles of noodles is so full of noodles, it's the mostly noodle noodle soup. He realized that if his products were going to appeal to people in the West, this is how they had to be served. We're innocent foods. We make America's best-selling oriental noodle soups. Mm, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> a cup of noodles and... With a completely new look and feel and a set of new flavors, at last, instant noodles became a version of Asian Suitable to the American taste. In 1978, a 26-year-old Korean man, my dad, arrives in Odessa, Texas. In preparation for this moment that would literally change the trajectory of my family's life, he not only spent months learning English, but also had a ballroom dance. Because apparently, that's what people in his hometown thought it would take to make it in America he quickly found out that there wasn't much waltzing to do in the middle of West Texas. Nor was there time. When I talk to my parents about the ways they've changed since they've gotten here, they claim that there actually hasn't been much. That all they cared about was working hard and living out this American dream. And I believe them. All this time I get to spend ruminating about cultural identity? That's some luxury shit. But when I remember my grandma stuffing two air fresheners in every room in our house after a petulant 10-year-old me thought our house smelled too Asian, or when my mom joined a Southern Baptist Bible group, or even when my dad says no bueno with a thick Korean accent, I can't help but think how this place has shaped them. And in a funny way, when I look at myself, I've got kind of the opposite thing going on. Despite looking totally Korean on the outside, it was clear when I visited Korea that in many ways I wasn't. Everything seemed familiar, yet foreign. I had a bunch of mixed emotions about it, but I noticed myself wanting to connect and belong there. I wonder if I took a cup of instant ramen to Japan, if it would also feel this way. Oh, sounds like my ramen's done.